All right, we're good. All right, we are recording. There is very little chance that this isn't a shit show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's up, listeners? This is a shit show, isn't it? We're no, coming. We're, we're coming at you from the not bar, yet. from the bar, from the U.S. Canada game. It's not the bar. It's the bar. Can we name the bar? Are we calling this the bar? The this bar is not exam. the bar. <laughs> we we just we're at a bar. We know a lawyer. We have been to bars before. We have to. We have a one degree separation from a lawyer. We yeah. we do. And, uh, so at least one. Yeah. Someone we else has no lawyer. One degree separation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to throw all the introductions out the window. Yeah, we have a special <laughs> guest here. <laughs> that's the only introduction that's needed. Uh, our friend Jim. Please. Hey guys, how are you? There we go. He's our our soccer. I'm here expert. to uh, fact check everything. No, how, we, many, uh, how many? Huge things, soccer fan. How many things huge, do you think? Huge you know soccer. About soccer? Fan. On a scale um, of one to ten, if you had to rank, rank it. yourself, uh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we have yeah. you on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> when you put me on the spot like that, nothing. That's but that's what we want, right? Because that means he's totally, completely objective. He's the audience. oh yeah no I'm yeah. I have a computer in front of me. I'm here to Google. Yeah. I'm gonna if somebody's wrong here, you're gonna know about it. And Wait. his he, his computer is open to Pornhub, so yeah. we'll see what happens. It's also yeah. Scott's computer. It's not, it's not even <laughs> He's trying computer. to blame it on There's me. There's some but weird geez. shit I'm seeing in the history on this yeah. thing. Well, there you go. Filling in the blanks here. We have Scott in the building. Yes, we do. Another Scott special guest. Building. Welcome, welcome, Scott. My name is Mike. Thomas here. Hey, <laughs> how how are you guys doing? How's your night? Better now. Going? Late night munchies. Yeah. I'm not talking to you. Coming guys. at you. Yeah. Talking pretty good. What time do you usually what what day do you usually record this? Oh, that oh, is yeah, a, that is the first issue we have to address <laughs> off mic. Let's talk about this. Let's talk right. about it. It's been like a week since the last game. We could have recorded Tuesday. We decided not to so that we could get properly drunk before we recorded. Yeah, which is so fair. So we waited till the next weekend. Okay, because according to the group chat, uh, our, our pipes are clogged because someone took a big shit in the studio bathroom. The studio yep. being your apartment. <laughs> yes. Shh. Correct. <laughs> now the fans are going to know where we're at. Uh, sorry. Shit. <laughs> Speaking of which. They're protesting. Fat, or, fact check number one. <laughs> are, is, the, are the pipes This is your clogged? apartment. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, everything seems to be falling apart. Not just the pipes, which are actually pretty intact. The microphones, the stands. We have not upgraded any of the equipment, which is is fine because this is hardly a legitimate podcast. Yeah, you come Sounds to us good. because the you fuck love are you talking us. about? <laughs> have, have you put Drano in your pipes? Uh, Speaking of which, this podcast sponsored by Drano. Thank you oh, for yeah. for. Can you fact check that? There. All, right. <laughs> All right. Well. We promise at, at some point in this, this drunken festivities that we have going on here, we will talk about Bayern Munich. Stay with us because, because we have the latest and greatest. Actually, this is our first episode. He's fact-checking that, and he says it's false. Can I, I also spelt Drano wrong. <laughs> Can I ask a question before I open this giant beer? Yes. Is there other beer that is going to be offered to us on this podcast that I should drink first. Wow, yes, please, please don't open I, that just yet. I have, okay, well yeah, then let's I, get to that have, segment. Yeah, I mean, I have a, a plastic bottle that looked no. like glass. <laughs> not you. This, not this not is your a, weird 7-Up <laughs> bottle of beer. This is a carefully coordinated transition. Yeah. Oh, am I, am I ruining it? Yeah, we scripted this out and we ruined it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should have let Shut me know. <laughs> All right, uh, here I'm handing out beers. What is this? That is, you tell me. 
Is that a... It's, it's a, a Roselle Fair State Co-op. Yes, brought to us... I mean, brought to us by me, but uh, recommended by a listener on Twitter a couple of weeks ago, and and someone who seemed to have a problem with Tom saying that the best sours were New York and I'll Colorado. let you know. Oh, okay. And I believe I said, if this isn't good, I'll fucking kill you. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah it's fair. Now, we have three of these. I did not expect the fact-checking... Uh, wow. Special here, Jim. He's, he's actually googling. Why don't I have a beer right now? Yeah. First of all, fuck you. Second of all, the best sour beers in the United States. Uh, Great Divide, sour ale, strawberry rhubarb. No, don't know it, but uh, a, rhubarb is dog shit. Uh, we, yeah, that's uh, not good. When we were in Denver, Scott and I were in Denver for a bachelor party. Yeah, that one place had a rhubarb and strawberry sour beer. You are right. Fucking it was delicious. really good. Yeah. yeah. So I retract it my statement. It about wasn't great divide. Though, so Rube, yeah, great divide sucks balls. <laughs> I, I I stick by my stance on rhubarb, but in beer, I think it could be good. Tom, did you just facts check the facts checker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what happened. All right, so here's the thing. No, but, all right, I'm not we were. We, all right, Jim. Cheers. I'm, I'm going to get you a glass. Prost. <laughs> You're making. <laughs> no, 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 no. Cheers. Cheers. There you go. Someone pass pass Jim. I'll let you try mine. <laughs> This this has so much backstory, but we're just gonna try it. What is? It's what good. Is, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's not the best not sour the best. in the world. So pour pour some in that glass. Give some to Jim. What's Jim, the name of this beer? Um, it's uh, it is. I think it's uh, the F train. Fair State Co-op Roselle. Uh, Roselle is the beer. now. Now I'm getting some fruit, some notes of fruit. That that's pretty good. I I hate sour beer, but this is this is decent. Enough for me to drink. I'll be honest, it's a little tame on the sourness. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'd rather it be more sour. Now, basically, so to, to get this 89% beer. 89% alcohol? 89% alcohol? No, it's rating, cool. rating. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> beer uh, advocate. All right, so basically to get this beer, I had to, uh, first I went to Some Good Beer, shout out Some Good Beer, in uh, New York City. I forget where in New York City, but 8th Street maybe? They did not have this beer. They have a lot of craft beer, yada yada. You physically went there though, right? Yeah, I, I was, and you don't remember where it is. I, I was I was driving and have I saw you, it, and I've been there before. Have you been struck? <laughs> no, in the I head? was not drunk. Uh, so I went there. I grabbed nothing because they didn't have this beer, but they did have a database that said where all the it's beer data. was in New York City. Wait, wait. It's pronounced data. <laughs> okay. So, so you went and had <laughs> them look up a bunch douche. of shit, and then you were all right, thanks, and didn't buy anything. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there before. I'm a, I'm a regular customer for all I care. Do you have a punch card? Mm, they don't have punch cards. <laughs> did it's not did a you use shop. their computer? I didn't. The the uh, guy at the cashier was kind enough to tell me where no, to find No, he forced an employee some good to fair waste his time. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't think I would get anywhere. I thought it was going to not be there, and I would have to leave. You got to at least buy like a six pack. Of yeah, you do. It's oh a courtesy. God. The beer. It's like six dollars a beer there. Yeah, so man. get six of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's only thirty six dollars. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's good beer. So it, it's some good beer, cheap. actually. Some of it, some of this dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to correct these guys. Pay Jim. for the data. Uh, so. I found out it was at a bar, and he says they're sold in cans, so maybe you can go in there and just buy some at the bar to go home with. So I showed up at this bar at some point, like a week later, and the bartender says, yeah, we don't have that. And I said, oh, what about that that beer in the fridge that says FS? Uh, And he was like, oh, yeah, that's it. (laughs) So I was like, all right, cool. Uh, Don't open it, but can I get three of those to go? 
Uh, I can't find this anywhere else in the city. And he goes, well, as a New York City bartender, I'm not allowed to do that. Yeah. He said, that's yeah, something I can't that, do that, for yeah, you. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. So I just stared at him. And then he said, well, if you do it fast and put it in your backpack, I guess we can make this <laughs> happen. If you asked me that as a, and I was pretending bar, I would stab you in the neck. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I would have said, if you tip me well. Well, that's can, yeah. definitely was going through his mind. Now, here's the real question. <laughs> and, then, and then he was like, oh, you're not going to tip How me. much did you tip him? I tipped him. I It was, first off, the beer was $8 a can. Yeah. So, so if you tipped him under $24, you really, you stole it from him. I, I did tip. Uh, it wasn't a dollar drink. I, I left $2 to drink. $6 for three beers. Is that fair? Is that is that fair state no, no that man no. committed a crime <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah all right well that's he my probably story. lost his job because of yeah he's a, him he's giving you street. beers yeah he got deported back uh to i did everything he asked he was not from the states of his accent yeah. had anything to say yeah, yeah exactly you got this man deported <laughs> because right. he gave you a beer well, well this is all fabricated yeah i don't i don't want to incriminate anyone is that a word <laughs> no Facts but like i can't yeah. can, can you google can you google incriminate <laughs> Wait a minute. Wow, we're making this a, a point. <laughs> the reaction time on your lap. Everyone hold. So Dictionary.com. It's being, this is being. M criminalized. Oh, there are no results. <laughs> it, it says you think. Nope. Yeah, it's no. Nope. Okay, incriminate. incriminate. To be yeah. fair, he is searching on Pornhub. Yeah. So. Which, oh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, there's probably more results on Pornhub for yeah. incriminize. There's way more interesting results yeah. on Pornhub for incriminize. All right. Well, anyway, shout out to the guy who recommended these sour beers. Incriminize. Yeah. You are the opposite of an incriminal. You are the best. I'll say that this what? is good, not the best. Yeah, it's it's fine. Okay, because that's that's fair. I, I enjoyed it. I like it. It tastes, I, like, it tastes good. Like it's I said, canned salad is not it? bad. Did yeah, you, he gave me a. Did you fact check it? I fact checked the fact that it's not the top. <laughs> it's not a top. 10 oh, it's sour. not. It's not top ten. All right. Well, yeah. All right. Fair, I agree. Yeah. I, it's definitely not. But top also, 10. Sam Adams sour is top ten. Okay. Apparently, I didn't There's know no Sam. Way. I didn't know There's Sam no Adams had a sour. Yeah, I think lesson learned. You just can't fact check beers. Like also, I, mean, I all, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I will say I've had this week in particular. I bought several sours from grocery stores that were like bottled or canned. Mm. You can't a good sour is never shipped draft. Across, oh yeah, no, it's across be state lines. Yeah, it has to be from the brewery. Yeah. yeah. Wow, this is some serious sour. It's now. carbonated. Yeah. a lot of carbonation. Right now, Fifth Hammer has the best sour. It's fucking Fifth banging. Hammer. Yeah. L I C. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. that's some bias shit right there. There, is that it? sour. I mean, it's from Queens. L I C is good. Well, it's from Long Island City. It's okay. in the middle. <laughs> it's like it's Queens. fake Queens. It's it it it's still Queens because Jeff Bezos. It only has a four point one rating on Google. What the wait? What, is, the what is this? Rated? The sour. Which sour? The Fifth Hammer. Bogbarian. That's not the one. It's Pilates Sessions too, bro. You're listening to a Bayern. The beer is podcast. called Pilates Sessions. <laughs> yeah. By the way, oh god, so, that already sounds horrible. It's so good. Have you guys seen <laughs> soccer? <laughs> Football. <laughs> yeah. Should we foosball? <laughs> what is it, Jim? Fact check. What is soccer called? <laughs> I'm Foot- starting to talk like a Foot- robot. Football. Football. Hey, you just found classes for Pilates. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> evolution. You you want to do a Pilates class of yeah. evolution? Is it? That's we, some weird. Do, point Tom, are you making this up? No, it's a real thing. <laughs> I got nothing. There's, there's, if you had wanted nothing to, on here, it's just had, like Pilates photos. Yeah. If you had wanted to drink with me last weekend, yeah. we could have had this. I mean, 
You missed I that. did. Dude. I think I I had something very specific to do. You said I'm on Pornhub right now. I can't turn it off. <laughs> All right. I'm fact checking myself on Pornhub. <laughs> All right, Jim. Fact checking myself so hard. Check it. Jim, who is who's the greatest Bayern Munich player of all time? Go. No, 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 don't Google it. I don't know anything about it. Yeah. Opinions are Google. All right, all right. I guess this is fact checking. Kevin! I just want to announce that he spelled Byron B Y R N. Yeah, I was just going real fast there. Also, it was Gerd Mueller. It's, uh, uh, yeah, uh, it's, no, it's Franz Beckenbauer. Yeah, well, Franz Beckenbauer. He's Gerd old, Mueller though. is number two. I'll Gerd take Mueller's number two. Who's I'll number three? Philip Lahm. Right. Who's that, number that list is Bastian Twinesiger? <laughs> I think is number four. I don't, I don't believe that. List. Who's number ten? Um, ten. Number ten. Yeah, random. Uh, Sebastian. Uh, Robert Lewandowski. Claudio Pizarro. <laughs> uh, it's Frank Ribery. <laughs> I'm glad you pronounced that correctly. Franock. Oh God, everybody's gonna hate <laughs> me after this podcast. No, All right, guys. Frank. All right, let's let's really. Oh, you know, you know who's number six is Ian Robin. That's uh, he's the greatest of all time. That's not bad. I'm glad. I mean, he's the greatest cut inside man of all time. Honestly, I'm glad he's not remembered as like a Real Madrid player. I'm gonna be honest. Why the fuck would he be? He played for Real Madrid for one year, (laughs) or Chelsea for that matter. Yeah, he. uh, They had his entire career with Bayern. I know. I'm just just putting it out. Only assholes would remember him as a Real Madrid player. (laughs) Which are all Real Madrid fans. Sorry to (laughs) segment the listeners, but you know what? If if you're listening to this and you support Real, why don't you get the fuck out of here? (laughs) (laughs) We're just filtering fans out. I'm just, you know, making a point. I mean, it's fine. Uh, but let's actually, get these numbers down. (laughs) Yes. Let's, let's, (laughs) let's learn something for once. Uh, man, this list just goes on and on. It's, well, the right. list now is just red squares right. with no no <laughs> pictures at this point. But there's like names. There's names. He's at Nico Kovac now. Okay. Oh, what? What is he? Out. Where does Pour he rank? Out. Where does Nico? He, rank? he was on so like angry. seventy. All right. First so off, what? This seems like gracious. That I, seems. Uh, all right. Uh, I just want to apologize <laughs> to the listener right now because I'm trying to turn down the, the one levels listener? of Scott and Jim. The come on now. Don't be offend. Don't offend our fan base here. Uh, also, we haven't taken that into consideration since the start of the episode. We should talk a little bit of soccer here. But I am trying to turn down both of you at the same time. Please keep your, your mouths a little further from the microphone. Thank you, Scott. Uh, all right, so we haven't talked about the coach the coach situation at Bayern Munich. A lot of things have changed. Yeah. So much news has cracked, and we've been just MIA on all of it. And Untypical fashion at Bayern Munchies. Atypical. 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 Uh, I'm not going to fact check that. Uh, I'm right and you're wrong. I just fact it for you. Uh, Not so typical fashion. Uh, That should have been the question I asked. Anti-typical. Who is our our next manager at this point? Anti-typical? You know it's going to be Jose Mourinho. Are we going to get right in this shit? I mean, we have let's, to talk, let's dive in. talk about it at some point. Because it's going to be Jose We're like 15 Mourinho. minutes into this podcast. Get ready. <laughs> Enjoy. And you know what? But seriously, you know what? He's You guys are going to win the league every year with Jose. You're yeah. not going to win the Champions League, and it's going to be the same shit. So it'll be exactly like always. Yes. Here's That's exactly what's going to happen. You guys are going to play mediocre football. It's going to be exciting against random teams. Our and town. it's going and it's going to be incredibly effective 
and you're never going to get blown out. And every game is like, if you lose, it'll be by one goal, and you'll have random exciting games. Jurgen Klopp is on the. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yo, this from guy, the guy, I know, but I know this guy, Liverpool. Well, no, from from the guy who can't fucking say a word. It's Klopp. You you fact checking that. Fact checker. <laughs> oh yeah, that can stay in. I, right, I know nothing. The, I know nothing. About here it. on out, Bayern Munchies will refer to Jurgen Klopp as <laughs> Jurgen Klopp. And you got Jurgen right. How the fuck? All right. No, I said no. Jurgen. He said Jurgen. No, oh, I got Jurgen. it wrong. Like okay. Jurgens. Yeah. It was all wrong. <laughs> From the like, little I know about soccer, you should go for Klopp. Jurgen Klopp. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's your guy, right? Yeah. Jurgen Klopp. All right. First off, yes, he would be an amazing coach, and none yeah. of us would make he's a not go, He's not going to Miami. He's not going oh, anywhere. No, he's staying at Liverpool. There's not a chance. And he's he just won the best manager in the year last year, and he his team is the best team in he's the, the year. He's the king of Liverpool. Right yeah. Now. His And Liverpool are genuinely probably the best team in the world right now. Yeah, I believe that. I, I, I would be shocked if anyone could beat them. In they, fact, our former manager, now former, Inu Kovac, said that we could not play in the, the, the style of Jurgen Klopp. Yes, he said that um, if you... What, what did he say? That he compared them to a... Cars like on a, the Autobahn. Yeah, uh, like a Porsche on the Autobahn. And then, yeah, I think he's a Ferrari. Or a Ferrari on the Autobahn. And then he said yeah, that if you can't... Byron was like a yeah, Fiat or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like you, you can't play 200 kilometers uh, an hour an hour if you can only if your max speed is like 100, 100 yeah. yeah he said something look which, at us. he said something stupid i disagree like i used yes. to have a, a geo and i could drive it like 150 down we hill. used to take that on the eye <laughs> down like a right. down like a major hill i could that get that yeah. through buffalo <laughs> but, but well not uphill <laughs> kind of well, we did halfway. have to leave we, we had to leave it at the bottom of hills when there was snow right but right, well, that, that comes with the territory yeah you know what Thierry Henry has has uh, stepped out of the running. Thierry Henry, and yeah. I cannot believe it. Yeah, that was my pick, Thierry Henry, for the Bayern Munich job. No longer. Did you see the shit show that was Thierry Henry at Monaco? Yeah, that was that's pretty pitiful. I mean, that's yeah, the Monaco so. that could not be saved. Also, it's uh, but it's Monaco that's rich as fuck. And I get it. I get it. I mean, the the like the, it was absurdly bad. Uh-huh. And nothing against Thierry Henry. I think actually, I mean, I, I don't know. I have no idea about his skills as a manager. Um, I I actually like him as a pundit. I think he's smart. Right. He can explain. I think he understands a lot about the game, but that doesn't transfer to being a manager. Like Tony right. Romo, understanding the game doesn't mean you can teach it. To yeah. Me. Well, all right. Well, you can understand this is a bit sentimental for me. I'm not confident 100% in TR and Re. I just think that'd be fucking awesome if he was the Bayern Munich coach. I would hate that. Yeah. You oh guys would be <laughs> he couldn't handle pretty bad. Fucking Monaco, you think? All right, imagine Bayern Munich? Imagine Robert Lewandowski who basically is the Bayern Munich team right now being taught how to be even better. Dude, even though he's the best striker Lewandowski in the world right, right now. now is a better finisher than Henri ever was. I agree with that. And they're very similar in style. It doesn't matter what's he going to teach him. I don't know. If if you're all, if you're all, if no, they're not. Henri was a fast, pacey winger who was converted into a striker. And Lewandowski is one of the most deadly finishers in the world right but now. But has the pace of me. <laughs> I think it's fair. True. But but like Lewandowski is the, probably the most criminally underrated striker, I think. I, in the this, world. This season, especially, this, he is the greatest striker. He scored in every single game he's played. That's unheard Except of. Except one in Champions League game. Yeah. 
I don't know what he could add tactically or, or you know, to to Louis' skill. He's there's, very there graceful. There's nothing Henri could do for this. Yeah, he that, could maybe make him more graceful no. of a striker. I, I, I truly believe that. But what does that mean? What does it mean to make a striker more graceful? Does it mean that he does, like, more skill moves and doesn't finish well? What could mm. what could you possibly add to Louis' skills right now? Louis, Louis is a deadly finisher right now. He, He's oh, the man. epitome of a number nine. I, I will say that you could not make him a better free kick taker. He is by none. Uh, I mean, Barnum, you could, the you, best could you could if he was Messi. Uh, he's so he Messi just has just, it down to a form, a finesse. We haven't seen it in in a while. He hasn't scored beyond like a penalty I'm, kick in a I'm, while. I'm not saying Louis is a bad free kick free kick taker. He's uh-huh. great, but like it's it's one of those things where recently Messi has just gone home and was like, you know what, I'm going to be good at free kicks. And he scored like forty percent of the free kicks he's taken this year. His his free kick conversion is absurd. Side he's bar. still entirely Barcelona's team. Well, he's also changed his. He is yeah. He's, he's adapted dro- to yeah. age better than anyone. Oh yeah, he, he like he he drops back. He's a playmaker now, and right. he's he's the best at what he does now. I don't know. He, he'll be at Barca for another few years at least. All right, let's yeah. go back to the coaching change. Okay, because I have thoughts. <laughs> okay, here's I have two main issues with the coaching change. One, we, as of today, our president has changed as well. So now who's hiring the new coach? The new president? Yeah. In the middle of the season, I, f- I hate that. I really don't like changing the president and the, f- and the coach in the middle of a season. Yeah. I don't, I don't think you'll have to worry about that, though. Because I don't I, think any top manager is going to go into it. Like, Bayern is going to be fine no matter what this season. Like, they may or may not win the league. But that's... Unacceptable it, I, if they don't. I mean, if it, if that it's gonna be whatever, like right, like Bayern's gonna be second place if they don't win. It would be shocking if they finished third, and I I think everyone would be surprised about it, no matter who's the manager. So I think the Bayern project, no top man, and I think Bayern's only gonna take a top manager. So I think any top manager is not gonna come in until the summer when they have a full transfer window to try to build their squad like, enact their philosophy onto the club a little bit. No one's going to come in in November or December and be like, all right, this is wh- how I want to start building my club, you know? I think, yeah, I think that's huge unless someone is like, I like this team and I can add a few more in January. Yeah. But January but transfer windows are never. I can't see people really. No, they got a new president. Fact I check. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I haven't heard that yet. It happened today. Just Literally today. Said that. Oh, he did. God yeah. damn it. Yeah, right, keep going. <laughs> Who's the president, Jim? Uh, Herbert Hainer. Yeah. Hainer. Ex Adidas. Not Puma. Not I mean, Uli. Did you know they Puma. were brothers? That makes sense. It's an yes. Adidas. German brothers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. But here's here's my other problem with the manager switch. This is an extremely specific issue that I have. <laughs> Hamas never worked under Kovac. And we got rid of him in the summer. He clearly worked under past managers. We could have kept Hamas if we were not this sure about Kovac, and we could now have Hamas on our team. Yeah, I I have a huge issue with that. Like it's a, it's a big problem with I I I will never understand a team firing a manager this early in the season. And right, clearly you had reservations, and especially with a team like Bayern's in first right now, right? Or not? Yeah. For, no, no, they're not in first, but like they're in contention. The right. top they, nine teams are in like, contention. and they haven't been doing like they've had some mixed results, but they're not terrible. They're doing fine. It's 
it's fine, and it makes no like there's nothing to gain from firing a manager at this point in the season. I think a lot of what caused it was his own attitude. Oh yeah, for sure. He definitely said some like unsavory things, and in to, the public, in the press, he, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That are so what I'll always go back to uh, the guys who wrote Soccernomics. Yeah, they talked a lot about how a manager. The decisions he makes in a game are basically completely They're useless. useless. They yeah. don't do anything. They don't do shit. A manager's job is to, to be good in front of the press. Yeah. That's his entire job is to, to talk to the press, take heat, it's give wh- credit. It's why Mourinho it has always been such an effective manager, even right. if the soccer isn't the best, is because everyone says, did you see what Mourinho said after that game? No one thinks about what the players did because he's so incredibly effective of sucking all the attention onto himself. Right. But then Kovac started blaming his players. Yeah. Well, he started saying other teams' fans were better, which, again, well, yeah. I kind of agree. I mean, it, it makes sense <laughs> from his point of view, but that's not what you should be saying as a manager. Right, right. But he did would, the things you cannot do as a yeah. manager. But would you say that is the reason he lost the locker room? Because the locker room is basically what you need to 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 remain a coach. You need the, the support of the players. Are you I, saying what they say in the press is why they don't support him because I, that's all. It's, it's tough to say which comes first. I also don't know if that's true. Uh, Jim, chicken or the egg? Which came first? Fact check. What are we fact checking? <laughs> chicken or the egg? <laughs> oh, <laughs> does that, chicken? That's, that's, we'll, is, we'll be back to you shortly <laughs> with that answer. But no, that's that's very important because you want to say that that the manager only uh, only has influence in what he says to the public, right? But I think that is the main reason. You see a team, and we've had this discussion privately, it's just like the team was doing better without him. You don't credit that to Hansi Flick, per se, but it was a complete 180 to how he performed when Kovac... You, you there's, can't give Hansi Flick any yeah. credit for what's happening. There's always a boost oh. when any manager gets fired. Also, there's there's no way Hansi Flick could have possibly changed tactics yeah. in the week that we had for those two games. We maybe yeah. had one intense practice yeah. that entire two weeks. What did he do? The only thing he could have possibly done is sub or started yeah. people who would not have normally started. Okay. Exactly. Well, we do have a bit of a difference in lineup between Hansi Flick's Bayern and Kovac's Bayern Which, at the end of his, his tenure. So we have uh, an entirely different back line. Mostly because of injuries. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, so we, we had gone the, for the year. Yeah, we had two injuries and one suspension. We didn't have a choice in our back. Yeah. But I really, really like the backline pairing of uh, Alfonso Davies and David Alba at a center back position. I thought that was, I mean, you can't give him too much credit in Hansi Flick, but you can look at that and say, wow, that worked. Wow, that was what we needed in those, he, those games. What other choice did he have? Yeah. I mean, Alfonso Davies has been, I mean, groomed or began to be groomed as a left back by Kovac. So sure, I, but uh, I will say, you could have played David Alaba at left back like Kovac had been playing him when he was healthy. Then who plays center back? Alaba has yeah. played center back before. You're going to put Davies, who's, you have, who was not a back before this season. You have choices. You have choice. You have Benjamin Pavard and you have Javi Martinez. There you go. That could have been the defensive center back pairing. You have choices, and he decided to make a choice that involved. Uh, David Alba playing as center back and alongside uh, Alfonso Davies. I mean, I, th- I think one of the things that you see, too, is in a situation like this, especially with a very clearly temporary manager who's probably never going to actually have the chance of being their pot- 
permanent manager uh-huh. is that they're gonna say fuck it like they might have a vision or they might have something but it's not they don't have the time to affect it but they might just say you know what let's change it up let's do something and like worst case scenario we lose and it doesn't matter for me also right? all all he can do is prove himself yeah he can't fail no one's expecting yeah. anything the, of him all he can do is prove himself well he's very uh much so uh experience like he was basically the assistant coach of of the german national team that won the world cup if i'm not mistaken i know he was assistant to Joachim love uh, between like 2006 and 2014, so he's had the experience of being a part of a, an elite club or not club, no. but a team uh, for a long time, and he's been in in the Bayern uh, family, you know, as a player. And there are, he I mean, that was Kovac. Four goals for Bayern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't score. He never made the national team. There are reasons why you'd be like, huh, who is this guy? But also, I mean, it he's been matter. around the yeah, experience. I mean, it doesn't matter what he did as a player, but no. So we're talking about a Hansi Flick, right? Yeah, flick. flick. When I was in the flick, Netherlands, flick, I tried flick. to get a Hansi flick, and it cost like 200 euros. It just wasn't worth the money, you know? <laughs> is that fair, a sexual? Fair point. What is that? <laughs> worth it. Flick in. It's like fact flick check. In. Yes. Flick, flick. I yeah. tried to fact check that assistant coach thing, and I... Not true. I couldn't find False. it on Google. <laughs> no, I'm very confident. It's true. No, Don't even, no I, he, I have no idea even how to search it. All right, so I Hansi is his names. nickname. Yeah, I got him. Hansi you you figured the guy. You have the oh, guy. Oh, this is it. Oh, yeah. this is the guy. Okay. No, you, you got the right man. It's Hans Dieter Flick. Yes. Look, go to Wikipedia. Check out his uh, managerial career. You'll but find some. I just think whatever stuff. whatever happens with Bayern this season, uh-huh. I, I have no hope for the Champions League right now. No one has ever won a Champions League with yeah. a manager replaced them another season. I don't know the stats behind that, but I'm going to assume. It's actually very incorrect, and ironically, the only person to do it was Hansi against Flick. Bayern. No, it was against <laughs> Bayern in the final. It was Chelsea. It was uh, uh, Roberto Di Matteo. Uh, so we're going to win 20, the Champions League. In 2012, <laughs> against Bayern in the final. So, unfortunate for you. Okay. You can Edit that check that. Out. <laughs> Edit that out. Yeah. But then and he got fired like four months later because yeah. he was a shit manager. Well, there's but seems- that's that's the thing. It's like managers always get a boost when they come in. Like players, especially if it's been hard times, players are always like, "All right, we have the shackles off." Or like they, I think there's always a change of opinion. You've seen it. You saw it there. Like you saw it with Oli last year at United. There right. was they went on an incredible streak, which got him the job, and now like then they slumped. Pretty hard. They slumped hard, like very hard, and they're they're kind of coming back now. And I, I mean, it's it's a totally different topic about what's going on with United. I would be mad if they at least didn't let Oli finish out the year just because it doesn't matter at this point. Mm-hmm. And I like that at least he's gotten rid of a lot of dead weight and is giving youth a chance. And I think there's some promising youth that needs. Needs you know needs time to play and have experience. But just buy Eric. Uh, just just buy Erling, not Eric. Erling Holland, call it a day. Yeah, yeah, that's that's United's solution. Uh, what what Bayern has that I don't know if United has an equivalent of is just a complete similar situation uh, about you know three seasons ago where we hired uh, a manager uh, after one season replaced his assistant manager. Uh, as would happen to Kovac, and then when we lost faith in him, fired him somewhere around the middle of the season, 
took it took a, an interim coach in that assistant manager and then eventually hired another one so the pattern's there like we've done this is this not is a, new this is a problem that i have and i that i think this is an uli honus and carl heinz thing where they have the vision the coach if he doesn't fulfill their their vision mm-hmm. he can, he, he's out of here yeah and we we're now on what our fourth manager, fifth manager in the last like four years. Yeah, for a big club, you can't do that. He's more of a caretaker. By saying that we're not in search but of a manager, still, he's, still, he's a manager. still the manager. Now. He's the manager, right? But by saying, yeah, okay, we have made it. Cl- I mean, uh, Carl Hines has made it clear that we're not searching for a manager, so he is entrusted with the job right now, which is pretty amazing. I mean, two clean sheets, you know, two two wins, two clean sheets. That's you know that's that's a pretty respectable start for someone yeah, who I didn't mean, he, want he, the he job. He came in and yeah, they had a great win against Dortmund, but he, he didn't do he didn't anything impact to that at all. deserve that. You can't say that he did anything. Uh huh. Okay, so that's what we're that's kind of what we're coming I, to believe. I would like Flick to finish out the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I whatever happens this year, I don't think you can give him too much credit or too much doubt because this is Kovac built this team. Yeah, what can he do? <laughs> I'm I'm being serious. Like, what can he possibly do to affect this team besides changing the lineup slightly? Yeah, it's a pretty common thing that you want to give a manager at like really two years minimum to at least affect their ideas on a team and have like a few transfer windows to buy the players that they want that fit their vision. Like, that's the whole point of being a manager, right? Is that you have you have an idea, you know how your team wants to play, you can you have especially at the top clubs like Bayern you have pretty much the entire world view of players in front of you with the exception of like the ones that are ungettable, but you, you want to go in and you want to find the players that fit your vision. Right. And that takes like a couple transfer windows at least. And then you get them in and then you try to affect your vision on the team. But the and problem, and it's, it's been the problem with Byron for a very long time is the vision is not up to the coach. Yeah. It's, it's up always to the, been the, up like to the director. Yeah. It's always been Honus's vision. And if the coach doesn't get in line, then you're out of here. And it's and, and that's like a weird problem too. It, I mean, it depends because like at a club like Bayern, the people like Honus have so much power. I think it depends, right? Because Honus has a lot of power, and he probably will override the coaches. But then you look at some other clubs where they hire like a director of football who has a vision on top of the coach's vision and they work together. So it's it's tough to find that proper balance. Well at Bayern that position is held uh the sporting director of Bayern is 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 Bratso, mm-hmm. right? Uh Sally Hamidzic and he's basically more of a mule than Kovac was. Right. Well, he, his he, office was literally right next to either Honus or, or Carl Heinz. Right. He was just there mad. Yeah. And and he's actually this is also uh, somewhat new news since we uh, last recorded, he's going to be moved to the board or some higher position in 2020. So he won't even be making those decisions. Yeah. Air quotes, hard air quotes. Well, Honus won't be either. Yeah. <laughs> that's he, he that is massive. Today. That's probably bigger yeah. than the coach, well, bigger than our coaching situation. That's the, is the, have, stepping down. the main problem with the coaching situation is that we also lost our president today. No, lost. He he he, he resigned. He resigned. He, he, res- he resigned today. No, he Man, he's already he escaped death. So we don't have a coach, this. and now and we have, have a, a brand president. new president. Yeah, no, he's escaped death 
He didn't quite escape jail. He's it, a very elusive he man. It is. We should point out that he didn't resign because he had to go to jail this time. <laughs> yeah. He just quit. Actually own. just on his own. <laughs> right. And then moved to Switzerland. We also should give a ton of credit to Honus. He turned this club into what it is today. A global powerhouse. Yeah, his branding He's, is... Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty incredible. Thanks, Jim. He has a bunch of a bunch of New Yorkers talking about Bayern Munich. Those, those are fact claps. <laughs> no, he's been in the home for like thirty years and has. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's done a, he's he's done a great job. We yeah. are not the Bayern Munich we are today without him. We should say that. Mm. But at some point, he took, wrestled all of the control onto himself, and yeah, it, I mean that's the problem. Might right? have stifled is... our Champions League creativity. Yeah, it's tough, and. Again, to bring it back to a very clear example that's been showing is um, United. Since, like, not just Sir Alex Ferguson retiring in 2013, but also David Gill retired in 2013. Mm. It just happened that they both went out. David Gill was the executive of the club, which David Woodward replaced and is doing a shit job. But but they're both named David. It's true. They share a name. Can you fact check that? Lateral moves. Um <laughs> No, that's interesting. I no, think they both, they actually, like, I mean, who, who's to say what actually happened? But they didn't plan it. They just happened to both retire in the same year. And it kind of... At least one of them was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah, no. <laughs> but, I mean, David Gill was, I mean, he was the brains of United. He was he ran everything from, like, an executive perspective. And then Sir Alex was just... I mean, just happened to be one of the best managers to ever manage the game. Well, Alex uh, Alex Ferguson understood the relationship between an Sir. owner. Sir Alex Ferguson understands the yes. relationship between Shows an owner respect. and a manager, right? He learned that pretty early on in his career. I forget if it was Aberdeen or it was whatever. Ab- Aberdeen. He, he basically had a falling out with the man, uh, the owner, and he knew that to at least maintain his control of the team, he had to have that good relationship. So, I mean, I don't know. How much that I mean, has to do with he, it, well, he came from the old school where he was like, "It's my way or the highway. Either I'm going to control everything about the team, and you're going to live by my rules, or you're not going to play for me." So he just so he he was an old school guy. Okay. Also, he he promoted the youth so hard. Yeah, I think. That, I mean, his that's, first that's the, lost when you talk about Alex. I mean, people who follow United know that, but like yeah. other people don't realize. Yeah, that's, I mean, the class of '92 is right. something that will probably never be replicated again. Which is the one thing that I do like that Oli is actually doing is giving youth a chance. Right, and they have some promising talents, and the team, well, like United Squad, is one of the young. If you look at their starting lineups, it's generally like in the bottom like quarter of age for the starting lineups. Mm-hmm. So they're having, they're giving you the chance, and I like that. We have to give Uli credit for what he's done. You know, he's someone that can blow up in the press. That's why I kind of that that was a, uh, that was well, something that's that what I re- old age does to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's something that I I totally get, and that's something that I never really had a problem with. Was was Uli kind of like, you know, just going off on uh, say Yo- uh, Joachim Love's decision to cut certain players from the national team? Like uh, there are things that that Honus spoke out about that he just had the complete reign to do so he wasn't yeah. really in kovach's spot he's gonna question him <laughs> yeah i i mean people are questioning him I mean, fans people question are questioning him. him but like if he comes out and says fuck you for you know 
cutting my player from my team for uh-huh. the national team like who's he, really going to stand against him right he's look but you know he has said ridiculous things like about Juan Bernat for instance uh uh it was Juan Bernat right or was it Rafinha someone it was it was Bernat Bernat yeah for Bernat. basically losing a Champions League game an important Champions League game but then he went on a Bernat attack he also Bernat he, attack. he he's <laughs> also single-handedly the, the reason that Kroos got sold to Madrid okay to yeah he he hasn't made he he percent great he uh, in the Champions League final uh, also, which we talked about earlier, when uh, Byron lost to Chelsea, Kroos didn't want to take a penalty, and he learned that he didn't step up and immediately said, "I want to get rid of that player." Yeah. Well, you got to make decisions like that, based but off. But of I something. also love Tony Cruz and I think we would have won two more. Yeah. Times. No, it it was it was a complete mistake. <laughs> right. I, I do like that though. Like you can't I like, I, you can't make decisions based off of like. You know every factor. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to make it based off of maybe one moment sometimes. And I respect but that. But can can you though? Like, can you say that? Like, I want because... a player who wants to win. I want a player who wants to put the ball in that. Sure, but I like, if he's like the stuff. one of the best <laughs> midfielders in the world, you want to get rid of him and ship him to your rival, which is going to proceed to beat you because Destroy of him us for four yeah. or five years. Yeah, and he, because oh, he because he didn't feel confident about this one day of taking a penalty. Maybe he's not great at penalties. Like, some players are just not good at penalties. Also, maybe he had a ton of sriracha sauce on his top. It's true. Right yeah. He, he, might, he might have been holding his asshole. <laughs> he didn't want to shit his pants. Oh, man. That brought Figuratively and really settling poorly in my stomach right now. It was delicious. Though. It was <laughs> great. It's just not really settling. <laughs> I want to say one more thing about Kovac. Fact check. I don't think Kovac ever got a fair shake in this team. I don't think anyone no. ever thought he was more than a temporary <laughs> manager fans and ownership alike and for for his time here he did well i th- I, I think he did better than ancelotti I, he factually did better yeah than yeah he, he yeah. actually I, like he Anc- ancelotti was a great manager at a lot of clubs but i think kovac did better for the record in, in his one year he did better than pep ever yeah. did in one year well for the record Kov- uh kovac ancelotti's uh uh defensive Bayern Bayern defensively was much better under Ancelotti. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, he's an Italian manager. That's Yeah, that he, but that's always his thing, right? Right. I'm just saying there's something Be- that he bes- did better besides than besides 2010 Chelsea, Ancelotti mm-hmm. is not an attacking manager. Uh-huh. So So who do we want next? I think that is All right. If, let me just if we just go to get to the summer connect, without a manager, who do we want? I, that's I do want to reach that conclusion. Mourinho. By the end of this podcast, we it's have to gonna, agree it's on going to be Mourinho, a potential manager. Mourinho is not a bad guess, and apparent. I mean, it's going to be. Mourinho. I'm going to be honest. It's it's up to us. Yeah, we're, oh, yeah. we're going <laughs> to have Do you want Do you want to get Jose on the phone? <laughs> yeah. He said that he's learning German and wants a new challenge. All right. Well, wow. let's let's let, let's. Yeah, I've said that too. And I'm still not going to be manager. Let's <laughs> let us lay out the potential managers we have in top contention. Not this particular order we have Mourinho Mourinho uh, Arsene Wenger Klub Jurgen Klub Eric Ten Hag uh, he is very popular amongst Bayern fans at least in the Twitter sphere uh, and for you know good reason he's done amazing things with Ajax things that you know Ajax are expected to do every few years but um, yeah it's just they are so much fun to watch in the Champions League 
And they're still fun to watch. Honestly, that's the craziest but, thing. IX is well, supposed to be a but one. But that's and the done thing is IX. I mean, they've they've had good managers, but it's it's IX philosophy and the way they're structured as they, a club. They are a type of club that the manager doesn't matter. Yeah, they they have like it, and that's mm. the thing too. It's unfortunate. Like if you look at like their director of football right now is Edwin Venusar, who was the ex goalie from United. He's come out and said, like, United has offered me, like, a position as executive, and he's straight up like, I don't want to get anywhere near that. And he's a diehard United supporter. He loved it. He won the Champions League with United, but he's just like, it's a fucking shit show structurally. And I don't, like, Ajax is so good with that, you know? They're they also very- promote their youth. Yeah. Very, very hard. They promote youth, and you look at someone like uh, Ziyech, who like two years ago no one knew about, and now he's he's going to get bought for like $80 million in like two it's years. still well, on also, the team. He was supposed to be sold. He was supposed to be sold for like $15 million, like last year, uh-huh. and he's just gone on to become such an incredible player, and that's mm. that's what Ajax does. They Well, if, you, if you're a 14-year-old Dutch kid, are you going to play for Feyenoord or are you going to play for Ajax? It depends. It depends. What do you mean? That's not if Ajax wants you. <laughs> All right. Well, he is definitely in, in Eric Ten Hag. He's supposed to be one of our top contenders. I think they've reached out to a few of these uh, potentials, including Ten Hag, and and we've been pretty much turned down. Even Arsene Wenger was a shit show because uh, apparently there's Wenger- very vague uh, circumstances involving whether we reached out to him and he turned us down. He uh, reached out to us, and we, t- or you know, it's it's very I up in the air. It would I, be weird for him to reach out. To I us. I think no, it, it's Bayern <laughs> definitely reached out to Wenger. Right. Hey girl, you looking for a new coach? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you looking for? <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> uh, you you're looking for me to talk about the players I could have bought? <laughs> um, I think Wenger is holding out for the France national team. He would be good for Bayern. I I but I don't think. Wenger's going to do anything unless the French national team comes for him. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be in like a year or two. Assuming that they do jack shit at the Euros. Okay, fair enough. Damn, I lost but it. Sa- I- sad- sadly, uh, what's his face? The manager for the French national team, who's not a great manager, but uh, uh, what is it? Uh, it's Laurent Blanc, right? Is the, is the French manager right I, now, right? Uh, I would bet that is the, the name of the French yeah, manager. Sure. But he sounds very French. Sounds yeah, very that's French. The, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, French national manager. I'm, I'm, Blanc. Blanc. I'm, yeah. I'm blanking right yeah. now. I right. had the names. Right. Anyway, yeah, it's Warren yeah. Blanc. Yeah, um, we knew that. We are the experts. He's, he's your a very mediocre manager with an incredibly talented French national team. And they've been bring him on has he been in the running I, I don't think i've heard that name yet i think no because it, because he's a very mediocre manager okay so the he's fr- the france team right now is so incredibly talented uh-huh. that they can carry most managers i, I feel like i've heard jürgen klinsman thrown in the mix no klinsman will definitely not be a Bayern manager the other weird one that was thrown out was toykel i mean toykel I... would probably be pretty good i would take toykel in a second i would take I mean, I think we. I think Toiko would be one of the better chances you could have. Yeah, I think we tried. He's to done. Pick a, him up he's done a good job at PSG, and he'll probably. I, I mean, he's not going to be at PSG for a while, right? There, His contract there, there, runs until like twenty twenty one, and I he, think they're going to see it at. I, I don't see him leaving a job where he's probably making a, a good I, good I'm, salary. I'm not saying he might leave. He but, makes thirty five thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, hey, that's that's more than I make. <laughs> PSG hasn't had a manager for more than a couple of years, and it's because they just want the Champions League. Uh-huh. And it is a if, good job. I wouldn't mind. I mean, as as Thomas Tuchel, I wouldn't mind uh, that being a goal because PSG is notoriously just crash and burn when it comes to to, to the silver oh, yeah. matters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah which they is always great. Will. Yeah, it's that's a pretty, the thing. It's it's you so count on it's it. so funny to watch them. Sh- Really crashing right I literally games, bet so. on it last yeah. year. And <laughs> you bet. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, it was like the best feeling I've had as a United fan in like the last like eight or nine I years. I texted you after the first leg and was like 3-1 United next leg and was perfectly correct. Yeah. <laughs> I was dancing in my office watching that game. Uh, so I... I mean, Tuchel makes sense for a, a lot of reasons in, in terms of why we would want him. Uh, he's just a brilliant manager. Uh, he's he's really come up in a Bundesliga team, right? He, his his work with Mines is just unforgettable. Mines, yeah. uh, Mines. And, and just in the same vein, he's, I mean, if you can't get he's Klopp two point oh, if you can't right. get Klopp, yeah. you want you want a Tuchel because he's basically yeah. He had a. Uh, I would also love Tenag. He coaches exciting teams. They don't know how to defend a lead. <laughs> but all of the Ajax games are exciting as shit. Uh-huh. They're yeah, all very fun. That Bayern-Ajax yeah. game uh, last Champions League was, was pretty... I mean, the second leg I mean, was and awesome. Every right. single but, Bi- Ajax game last Champions that League Chelsea was so Chelsea-Ajax game yeah. this year topped that Bayern. Yeah, because I... Uh, that's the thing. Is Ajax, they, they are, they're always going to be the epitome of like the total football dutch idea right right they, they, they just want to attack and play Tokyo as a soccer. team yeah. yeah but don't you want to play with that totally like that with better players yeah i mean we'll see it's, but how much does a coach really affect the team? well that's the thing is he, he <laughs> if probably, he gets to yeah it's control a, it, the transfers he, it's, it depends you don't know how much input he has at ix so no. i ix is structurally a very sound team and they do well for themselves, so it, it he could be great or he could be <laughs> mediocre. You don't know. Mm-hmm. He'll go somewhere, and you'll kind of find out. I do fear that we're going to splash for a manager who's just a name. I think you guys are going to. Uh, I would be surprised if it's not like a Wenger Marino. That's what I'm worried about. I actually think Wenger would be okay. Wenger, I think Wenger would actually do well at Bayern. I, I think Wenger at Arsenal was never asked to do more than just to qualify that's that's the thing is like wenger at arsenal he did great and then he continued to keep arsenal always a top four team but i think that was his job i don't think i don't think they wanted to win i think no no no, they didn't but that's the thing is he never got support right like his job was to continually keep them as a like profitable club but also keep them there and that's probably why he ended up leaving but like if you look like emery now and arsenal now they're they're shit like they're and i'm calling it right now arsenal is going to finish below united this year i I sheffield united or manchester united both (laughs) (laughs) because they're both doing well uh no united actually is kind of on the up right now a little bit they have a promising youth team that's playing well right now whereas arsenal started off the season pretty strongly and they've been shit They've been losing players. They look like shit. Um, no one cares. No one looks like they care on their team. And I, I actually think Arsenal is going to be suffering. And I'd be surprised if Emery makes it through the season. You know, it's interesting. There are a few of those players that used to play for Dortmund. And yeah, Dortmund there's, looks um, the same yeah, way right I mean, now. but that's the thing. Is Aubameyang's the best player in Arsenal, right? 
uh, he's definitely probably the, the leading goal scorer. He's the, uh, Aubameyang is definitely the best player in Arsenal. Like, if you did, you guys follow the Xhaka thing um, when he got when he was coming off as captain. No. So Granit Xhaka got granted captain because no one else. No spell anybody. It starts with an X. It starts with an X. It's very hard. X H A K A. You can't fact check. Stop being an idiot. You gotta be a European. Stop being an idiot for like one second. Just spend one second being smart. I have things to say about Granit Xhaka. All right. Every time you say a complicated name, spell it for Jim. Hold on. All right, we have to spell out for our fact checker. Or else checker. there will be no fact checker. Granite like the yeah. stone. You're, you're better off with yeah. a fucking Google Home. And Jaka like the Jaka. <laughs> you might as well have a Google Home here in my place. I, uh, actually, dude, I can would totally know. Google Home would be like, yes, Granite Jaka, captain of Arsenal <laughs> Football Club. Like, and the weather tomorrow will be rainy. Scott, explain to us okay. the Jaka so, about anyway, the Yang thing. So, I, I guess I don't know if you guys followed the uh, thing that happened with Brenda Chaka uh, about a week, week and a half ago. So he got subbed off um, when Arsenal were losing, and all the Ars- it was a home game, and all the Arsenal fans booed him. And so he was coming off, and he basically he ripped his shirt off, and he didn't give him the finger, but he like you could tell he was pissed at them. So he ripped his shirt off and just walked like was kind of he like gave them a sort of cast it clap and then walk down the tunnel and then after that got stripped of the captaincy um and and emery immediately came out and was like he was in the wrong he shouldn't have done that and then he had to come out and like make a public apology that makes everything obama yang did at dortmund like just every rebellious action he had showing up to meetings late and all that seemed very tame yeah i mean it, it that's the thing is tough it's like Xhaka never deserved the captaincy at Arsenal. It's just Arsenal don't have any leaders right now. Uh-huh. That's the thing. Is they, I, th- I support that decision. They, I think that's what I'm saying. They don't. Yeah, they don't have any leaders. He lost the fans. You can't give someone the captain. That's the thing. The it's like he's definitely going to be sold in January. Uh-huh. It doesn't matter. But they don't have any leaders. Their team looks in shambles. They they just got blown out by Leicester. Who, Leicester is a great team this year. Leicester is probably the team that will compete with Liverpool if there's any team. And they can't get Thierry Henry to manage what? them. Leicester. Leicester. <laughs> it's, yeah. Fact check. Wait, uh, wait. Is it time to bet on Leicester again? Uh, I mean, now would be the time. Fans, bet on Leicester right now. Leicester's in <laughs> second right now, I think. Or third. The, Leicester and Chelsea are tied. And City's in fourth, I think. Where's Wolverhampton? Not in. Are they going to win the Champions League this year? No. <laughs> did, you, did you bet on them? <laughs> Are they in the Champions League? No, I'm pretty sure they're going to win it. <laughs> we'll see. They're still late qualifying for the Champions yeah. League, right? Leicester's mm-hmm. in second. Yeah, that's what I just said. Fact right. checker, asshole. Leicester. <laughs> this is like the most success I've had. Can you lean into so, your mic? You gotta give lean, this to me, you fucking... Uh, lean into your mic. His mic's actually... His levels would just turn all the way down because yeah. he's been yelling all this time. No, it hasn't been that there bad. There we go. Jimmy Liverpool is first. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Leicester City, followed by Chelsea. Leicester City. Followed by... Yeah. Or Leicester, sorry. Uh, Man City is fourth. It's Where's Sheffield is... United? And then Chef. They're in fifth. <laughs> Are they in fifth? Yeah. 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 Ars- yeah Arsenal. Sheffield's in fifth. Arsenal's, Arsenal's in sixth. Six. United's in seventh. But, Sh- but Chelsea's ahead of Sheffield? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Third. Like a guy I work with is a yeah. Chelsea fan. For the first like, six weeks, I was like, hey, you know Sheffield United has more points than you. Right? I mean, for a bit, they did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's great. Yeah. 
Sadly, Sheffield has dropped them. <sighs> Shockingly, hey. they weren't going to continue this for the whole season. <laughs> they're in fifth. They're Europa League. For now. <laughs> All right. That was, that was a nice kind of uh, crash course for our... Uh, our listeners who don't follow the the Premier League, Jim, can you be a solid and look at the Freiburg manager? What's his name again? Mister Freiburg. Mister. <laughs> Sir. Was, if your name is Freiburg. Freiburg, you better be managing SC Freiburg. Your spelling of Freiburg is incredibly wrong. <laughs> it came up with like a hospital that might come up if you search SC Freiburg. Yeah, for, for reasons I will bring there's, up. There's no why. All the pictures are of him dead on the side. Okay. Right All right. Well, uh, just for a bit of context here, this um, manager was run through by uh, David Abraham of Eintracht yeah. Frankfurt. Oh, this guy. This yeah, last, yeah, yeah. This it's, last it's game. It's the guy from the video, but literally everything is either the video or the picture of him dead on the sideline. Okay. No one has his name. So I just want to throw his name into the, uh, the running for <laughs> Bayern manager because this guy <laughs> does not move out of the way for I don't anyone. Know. I don't like him. Like, I want a manager who puts his hands up. Oh, your team blow was a Freiburg manager? I do wish he kind of leaned into that. You know, I wish he gave David David Abraham a bit of a... a I feel like you could see it coming from far away. Like, resistance. get out of the way. Yeah. It is. I mean... Be a little crafty, you know? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He yeah. was he up. sprightly enough. You know? <laughs> Christian something? He put the football in football. Yeah, Christian. We never got his name. Christian. Uh, right? Christian Strike. What? That's Stike. his name. Stike. Stike? Yeah, Stike. All right. Strike. Never mind. I don't no, want a manager that I can't pronounce his name. It's Strike. S-T-R-E-I-C-H. Strike. Strike? Strike. Christian Strike? Christian Strike. Yeah. All right. We can talk about how he fucked Dortmund up. Okay. We could do that, but only on the road to figuring out who we need as our next manager. Starting Thomas Mueller was a decision that Flick made that I don't know if... Uh, Kovac would have made. Uh huh. So I yes, Kovac did start playing Coutinho and Mueller at the same time near the end of his uh, time at Bayern. So maybe he would have played Mueller, but probably not in the same respect. Probably not alone, Mueller. And um, Mueller was fantastic in that game. And he didn't have any real assists or goals per but se. But he did the little things that mattered. You know who was fantastic. Uh, was Gnabry. And Gnabry is always fantastic, so it doesn't come as any surprise. But, um, uh, yeah, his goal was... was I, I like to think of his goal as, as pretty pretty lucky, right? It was like a Louis deflection or something. But, yeah, he's he's been tremendous for Bayern. And that starting Gnabry even has been up for kind of... Uh, well, this is maybe our strongest lineup. Uh-huh. That, like... For some reason, Kovac never wanted to start. Mm-hmm. That's true. I I mean, that's always the thing, right? Is that the managers of the mainstay, I feel like, are always not going to go balls to the walls, right? They're always going to have, like, a little bit of a tactical edge to it. Whereas, I think when new people come in, they're just like, fuck it. Let's throw all our attackers out there and see what happens. Well, Mueller but I feel was like... never obviously, you know, a player you play. I mean, he was, and he had, he's had he been something we called for, but that's not really balls to the walls, I would Also, say. it had been a long time since Nabry and Coman started at the same time. Uh-huh. Yeah, which are clearly which are your clearly two, best your two best yeah wingers. So why are they not starting games? Mm-hmm. 
No. Yeah, well, fair. Uh, what about that Hummel's own goal? Poor Hummel's. I mean, no, that was, I mean, the problem that I had with that is I think Hummel's was the only person on Dortmund who actually showed up to that game. Yeah. The, Very the fair. The rest point. of Dortmund it just, was terrible. That, that was Hummels just like, well. it had to be for the like narrative of that game. Right. Like, yeah. It just had to be a Hummel's I think, own game. Like, I think he played better than anyone on Dortmund oh, for yeah. the rest of the game. Do- yeah, Dortmund were shit that whole game. Right. And my big takeaway from that game and I've said this for the past couple of weeks, is Davies was fucking fantastic at left back. Mm-hmm. He was so good. He shut everything down. A guy who just recently came off of an own goal. What was it, Napoco, maybe? He's going to be world-class if Yuli Honus had to classify him um, down the line. I, Yeah, I really like Davies there. He definitely owned Sancho on the side. I mean, you know, whether or not Sancho was injured or in full fitness. Yeah, I, I think... I honestly don't give a shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter, right? He'd, like it's a, it's one of the big games. So if he was injured, it sucks. But like it's their classicer too. So yeah. that was his first their classicer. Uh, was it really one of the biggest games that Bayern would a first start at least? Yeah, uh, he had uh, never started in not, last year. Uh, he started before, but not uh, not against Dortmund. Uh, I mean, he's fairly new. He's oh sorry, his first I, season. I, I thought you were talking about Sancho. No, yeah. no, Sancho's played. Yeah, he's he's been uh, in this game before, but yeah. uh, Davies has yeah. uh, not started before in, in this particular matchup. I also thought Martinez was fantastic. Right, he's, uh, he, in a he, role he doesn't that... usually play, like an actual cent- center defender. Center back, uh-huh. he, doesn't, he doesn't ever do that, and he made some desperation saves that really, I think, shut them down when they had a chance to attack. Uh huh. Yeah. he's one of those players that is kind of evergreen where you he's been around for so long but he still puts in a shift and like right he is it's good for him because his role doesn't require him to be like fast or pacey but he can still put in a defensive shift and be intelligent with his positions when he plays well he can shut down a team yeah he you're you're not scoring when javier martinez is playing well Hmm. no was this Result, the Duclasco result, better than the Tottenham result in our book? Do we look at that and say, yeah, that's the kind of performance we want to put out? Or do we kind of reminisce over uh, one of Kovac's last real I, games? Uh, I thought Bayern played better in this than they did against Tottenham. I agree. And th- the Tottenham game was more fun to watch as a neutral, but I, I thought that they, and especially like everyone lauded. Um, Nabry's performance against Tottenham, but mm-hmm. I thought he got kind of lucky in a few seasons. Like, he did great. Nothing against him. He did the best he could do Just with the opportunities he had. Balls. But, like, he, 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 you know, took a lot of balls on, on the trot and, like, uh, as a breakaway and finished them really well. Right. But I, I thought, actually, that Tottenham played better than Dortmund played in that game. I thought that, and I thought that Bayern played better than they did against Tottenham. I, I think that okay. if, a th- if a few things had been shifted, uh-huh. I think generally Bayern really shut down Dortmund uh-huh. versus Tottenham could have had a few goals and Bayern, like, think if a few things had been shifted in the Bayern-Tottenham game, I think it could have gone very differently. Uh-huh. So, I agree. Dortmund did not stand a chance in this yeah. game. Dortmund looked from, very weak. From five minutes in, Dortmund was out of this game. Yeah. We're going to win... It, it was pretty clear to everyone, unless there was some weird halftime ship, which there wasn't. Yeah. We we handled that game. I do want to talk about this just a tad. Uh, the idea that 
that Davies will be playing at left back, which again, phenomenal performance against Dortmund. Uh, and uh, uh, Alaba playing at center back. Do you not think that that Alaba has this like crazy kind of like understanding of Davies' position, being that he came from a left back? I mean, they they both have the same trajectory, right? They both started as wingers and then moved to left back. But now you have Alaba, who has played in the central back position before. Now that he's playing in the central back position, he's probably super aware of how a left back. Well, depends. Came from a wing is playing left back. I just think that, that that's, formula... that's a hundred percent dependent on how good Davies is, right? Or how good Davies is in Alba's mind too, right? Because like I've played where I've watched players and been like, I think you should like in my mind I've been like, you know, kind of guiding them or saying like I think you should make this run or like do whatever. Uh-huh. So it's all dependent on like how similarly they play, right? Right. Which, Which Alba is a great, Alba's is great left back, right? So if they if, if if they they're on the same page, then that's great. Okay. But it it's not necessarily like. But also, you can play in a different style, right? And still be good. I, so. I also think Alaba has the best defensive mind on our defense. Really? Maybe of all defenses. <laughs> I love Alaba, but I mean Alaba's <laughs> great. But I, I think he I think Alaba understands how to play defense and what other people are doing before they understand what they're doing. Yeah. I, I just I'm not suggesting that Afonso Davies is at that level yet, but if the the hype is real and if this this kind of trajectory where you go from a left, you know, uh, left midfielder to a left back. If that's this is the same progression, and they do have a similar style in the end, and Al was teaching Davies, I just think it just seems so. Well, you hit on the key, right? Is if Alba is teaching Davies, that's a big part of it, right? Right. If if he's the one that's mentoring him, uh-huh. then that's a huge part, and that's a huge part of like any team is if you have the experienced players mentoring the younger players in how they want the team to play that's going to be a huge part of how the team's going to play and uh-huh. like especially if they're going to be a partnership okay. right on the left side yeah but also so, don't you you don't see alba covering up for davies in these games davies is handling his side by himself yeah and also alba has a great understanding of his own position just his positioning to to, to win balls like Kind of like go over the the midfield block. I think he's he's outstanding. I just think this is a partnership that will will flourish in the in the end. I I just I'm really looking forward to seeing what these two have to to offer each other. Um, yeah. I think I just think it's worth noting. Um, and we agree, and we still don't know who the hell the coach is going to be. <laughs> Philip Long, yeah, Philip Long, not not Philip Long. <laughs> He, he fact-checked Alba soccer. Uh-huh. Nothing comes oh, up. Oh, he doesn't play soccer. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> comes up. Actually, There's is... actually a team called Alba. Uh, Alba <laughs> FC, best soccer training for boys and girls. Which, which seems fair. So, He's in the East so if, Yeah, if you're a parent and you have a child, Alba FC. They're a sponsor of this podcast. I'm not either. Can I show up? <laughs> yeah. Yes. David Alba. All right, so the U.S. shat on Canada. Yeah. But also, we're fucking shit. Yeah, yeah, they were also terrible. They were good in the first half, and the second half was just so forgettable. Let's talk about what happened in that second half, though. Chipping and... up to your own head <laughs> and heading it back to the keeper. 
Was that the second half or was yeah. that the first half? It was the second it was. half. Was it the second half? That was. I'm. Yeah, I, that that makes me really mad because I understand we looked because we were watching it and we were all outraged, but then we looked it up and apparently it's a rule in the rules that you can't trick and I'm doing air quotes. You can't do trickery. He did do air quotes. Yeah, I did some fucking no, sweet air quotes. Do he didn't do it. Air quotes. No, he's still not doing it. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't hear uh, air quotes. Whatever. There were some. Air you didn't make your swish sound. <laughs> That's my air quotes noise. Anyway, you can do some trickery. Or it said you can't do trickery as a defender to play the ball back to your keeper. And also, it said that the defender is completely to blame for that and immediately gets a yellow card, and the play stops no matter what the keeper does. So yeah. if you juggle the ball up to your head and head it anywhere near the keeper, the play has to stop, and the defender gets a yellow card. And also, that is an incredibly big gray area. Because how do you define what is trickery and what is like a natural play where you do anything... Because it didn't just say head. It said anything that you do. So anything that it's it's like head, shoulder, knee, anything that's not your foot, which is a legal back pass to the keeper. It says that if you do it out of trickery, that's a yellow card for the defender, which is the most insane gray area I've ever heard for a rule in a professional sport. But like if trickery is the defining term there, that was trickery. Was he I, like juggling like a that, football? He sort of. He was. He was doing a juggle and then like headed it back to the goalie. But what is were you trickery? tricked? Yeah. Were you tricked? No, but it was. What, like is, not, what is, tr- is not what trickery? Is trickery? Was anybody trickery. like, oh fuck? I didn't know. What <laughs> Wait, is the that? is the term trickery? Yes, that's oh, actually okay. in the rules. <laughs> Please fact check it, but that's in the rules. It says yeah. actually to perform a thing of trickery. I don't. To me, there's no difference between juggling it to your own head and heading it back to the keeper and a like ball over the top where no one's coming. Yeah, and you and just you head, head it back, it back to the keeper. Exactly. There's You're no, just there's taking no advantage difference. of a situation. Right. And that's the thing. It's like if the ball's on the ground and no one's around, can you get down on the ground and nod it back? Is that trickery? Like what? It, it might what be. It, Do you have a cape? Well, that's Are you wearing a cape? Yeah. Trickery. Who, who decides? Like, is, what is the circumstance? The ref decides. Yeah, exactly. But, like, what is the criteria for determining what is trickery? Did you throw, I, like, a thing down and smoke came up? Yeah. Dude, like, smoke bomb and disappeared <laughs> into the field? Trickery. I, yeah, I think that was incredible. And the also the entire point of rules like that is to be against the spirit of the game, right? That's every rule that says like trickery or anything to that nature is supposed to ensure that the game is played properly and nothing's against the spirit of it. Right. So it doesn't matter who the fuck cares if you like how you head the ball back to your keeper or how you do anything with that. No, like, like like the keeper could have just come out and done whatever. He, the, the defender in that situation could have just not touched it. Well, let's let's be very clear. The defender in question right now is our beloved Alfonso Davies. It was Davies. Yeah, it was so Davies. We have we have stake in this call. I mean, I, but I, I don't care about that. It doesn't matter. It's like he could have just not touched it and the keeper could have just ran out. It, it wouldn't have mattered, but he just happened to be near it and the ball was bouncing and he was like, oh, I can just head this what back to my keeper. What if he didn't keeper. even 
do this quote unquote trickery and you headed the ball on the ground. That's what I'm saying. That's that, kind of right. tricky. That's what I'm saying. Like who who's to determine what is trickery and what is not trickery? Mm-hmm. Like how is that possibly a thing that can be quantifiable? We need to petition against this rule. I right? mean, I agree. Let's let's let's, let's shut it down. Let's, let's <laughs> shut it the fuck down. <laughs> Even though, yeah, even though it helped the U.S. men's national team. Oh, I don't care. I, let's yeah. put, let's put, uh, I think you, you said you were like, I would rather they just passed it back to the keeper right. at this point. Like, Softly pass to the yeah, keeper like, and be like, if we we're know ta- this if we're, is bullshit. Yeah, if we're talking about, like, things going, like, trickery or, it, like, the the point of that rule clearly is to be against unsporting conduct. And, like, sporting conduct there would be, like, just pass it back to the keeper. Like, that's bullshit. You yeah. should, you had the ball and you should just have the ball. Hmm. You shouldn't benefit from some weird fucking rule. Hmm. That's yeah, passionate. I, I can't I can't find anything on the internet that doesn't agree with you. I there. couldn't yeah. believe first Look of all, I couldn't trickery. believe how fast you found I did. that guy. I, I did. I, I was <laughs> shocked. I had a lot of weird links. <laughs> I was I was honestly shocked when Scott had the uh, the rule pulled up on your phone. Well, because I was like, well, he has all, always has rules. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I was like, someone has clearly googled this before. I'll find the rule, which I found the Ooh. official rule, which basically. The main thing in the rule was trickery. That was like the first rule. There were two paragraphs in the rule. But I don't think the commentators even knew what was going oh, on. Oh, are, are you kidding me? Some, I mean, we were at a bar, so we couldn't hear, but they definitely sent like four interns to Google that shit at halftime. And they were like, can you figure out what just happened and make sure we don't say the wrong thing at our halftime preview show? So I'm sure there were a bunch of interns just Googling. Like... I'm sure when I like went in to type it, yeah, it was already is. it was it says uses uses a deliberate trick to pass a ball. That's yes. what trick a deliberate is. trick. A deliberate. So trick. he could have accidentally done a trick. Yeah, if it was an accidental magic <laughs> trick, totally go. <laughs> capes. That's the answer. Is capes? If, if really. he had a cape on, or, it, or even if you if if you had it back and then look at the ref and say that was an accident. <laughs> Seems accidental to me. I tricked myself. Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought I was going to head out of bounds and the goalie saved it. That's trickery. Anyway, trickery. I think that's some horseshit. Yeah, I think it's bullshit. Yeah. That's like the worst thing I've. I'm trying to think. Is that the worst thing? That's one of the worst things I've ever seen in a like pretty official professional match. I think that's the. One of the most reactions I've ever seen from every player. Because every player was like, are you kidding me? It's legal to head it back. We all totally thought that was fine. Yeah, I was like, that's totally fine. Mm. I would have been pissed too. Right. I don't know. Someone should punch that rough in his face. (laughs) For knowing knowing the rules, that guy should totally. That goalie was mad. The goalie was justifiable. You know what could not be mistaken as trickery into a header was uh, Zardes's goal during the Gold Cup. I mean, during well, the no, Cup that was today? a header. The, yeah, he it kicked, was a header, he kicked but, it into his own face. Yeah, I don't think he meant to do that. No, he definitely didn't. But I mean, good for him. <laughs> I mean, so Zardes actually had a goal that he shot off his foot. Towards the opponent goal and only took a slight deflection. He scored two goals tonight. Crushed it. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan Morris. Shout out Jordan. Jordan Morris. Jordan always, Zach Morris. Always sweating so hard after 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, good for them. No, it was, it was, a, it was a solid win. Solid win for solid win for solid a win. tournament. Sh- 
real terrible second half, but <laughs> clearly the co- yeah, clearly the U.S. coach was just like sit back and make sure you don't blow this, <laughs> and they looked like for a little bit that they might. All right, see, I I would love to to start wrapping this up right now, but we don't have a new manager for Bayern Munich, and I think that's a problem. I does this mean we 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 just surrender? The managerial responsibility to I mean, Hansi Flick. Yeah, fifty-one percent. I think if if the fans will get behind it, elect me. Fifty-one <laughs> percent. <laughs> the most unreasonable thing we've suggested. Elect me. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I mean, I'd be all for it, but they'll, they'll, they'll be man. for it. Um, well, I'm about to see the Zardis goal for the first time. Yeah, oh, off his <laughs> oh, oh, <yeah. laughs> He just fact checked it. Fact checked. Fact checked. Yeah. And I had to wait. I literally had to wait like 30 seconds for advertisements. (laughs) (laughs) Were we lying to you? No. He's he's laughing. Yeah, because he kicked it off his own face. (laughs) (laughs) Zardes. Zardes for Bayern Munich coach. For for you listeners out there, we're watching a video. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure this is very If you guys sync up, you can see it too. It's understandable. (laughs) Yes. Sync up. It's like rewind the pod. Listen dude, to us laugh. There's actually a better. There's actually it. a better one too, mm. which is still off his own face. All right. Well, what do you? If if we can't figure out who we really want for the bar manager job, uh, take Mourinho. Take Mourinho. I know who I want. Mourinho by default. No. Klub. Yeah. I <laughs> I would take Klub in a second. I mean, Klub would be the ideal candidate. Yeah. But yeah, you I guys. Mean, are- all joking aside, I was a root. I was roommates with somebody who's a huge Liverpool fan. Huge club, club fan. Turned down low. It's it's Liverpool. So he's a good. He's a really good. Coach. All right, we don't we don't have a game. We don't have a game coming up to uh, predict. Let's go let me, around. Let me do my top three managers. Okay, let's go around and predict. Right, yeah, everyone go around. <laughs> yeah, Kloop, Toygol. Ten Hog, and in, and you think that they're the most realistic, likely? or that's just what you want? Ten Hog is most realistic uh, slash yeah. what I want. Okay. Cloop. Uh, 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 <laughs> sorry, I turned you down a while ago. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. He oh, now too. There you go. Bring it Kloop, up. Joe Tory, <laughs> and uh, Robert Kraft. No, he he makes gonna be he makes there's, cheese. There's bro. gonna be some good Bavarian hand job. <laughs> All right, Scott. Um, it's going to be Mourinho, Wenger, and Mauricio Pochettino. Okay. Pochettino. We, that's one we didn't say. I, maybe I was blanking on him. Um, I, I, I think you all know my bias towards Sierra Henry, who's, who's not really. <laughs> Who just took a manager job. <laughs> I just also turned myself down. <laughs> that's not a guess. Um. Oh man! Now, now I'm really blonking. Who is Lauren blonking? <laughs> who who is uh, the American in charge of RB Salzburg right now? That is uh, uh, Bob Bradley. Bob Bradley, it's not Bob Bradley. <laughs> Michael you're, Bradley. You're not fact checking. You're not checking these facts. I gave up. I've I've drank like a two too hour much. podcast. I've drank too much. Uh, oh my god! I can't even pronounce half these things. <laughs> it, it's Kloop. Cloud. All right. Well. Yeah, 
I, I guess I guess by default, if I'm so gung ho about Tiaran Ree, I'm gonna go Arsene Wenger, even though it seems like he's not gonna take the job. And then uh, I think I think Eric Ten Hag, I think he's uh, by popular vote uh, up up there too. These are all managers that I feel like have declined, but that's my top three: Henri, Wenger, and Hag. Um, uh, and Jesse Marsh, that's who I'm trying to think of. Jesse Marsh uh, yeah, is you're trying to think of. the bright new, yes, uh, yeah, American no, manager. No, 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 Jesse, no, fuck that. The first Champions League. <laughs> He's the Salzburg coach. Uh, manager oh, okay. of the U.S. Is he doing okay? Sure, for Salzburg. Yeah, so you guys are you're a, you're a scrappy team right now. You're just trying to find we're a not. We're a scrappy podcast. <laughs> scrap, um, scrap it. Our, our podcast is scrapping along. Uh, yeah, we're, we're scrapped. That's how you win, that's how you win the league. You gotta be scrappy. Scrap it. You gotta yeah, grind them out. Scrap. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Tedesco, Dominic Tedesco is, is up for a job. How do you guys feel about VAR? No, we're not starting this. This is we're <laughs> wrapping it up. We're wrapping I, up the podcast. I'm not having a conversation on Buddha's, VAR. I mean, for real, Bundesliga's had VAR for, for three years, and it's been pretty good. And the EPL's but, had it for one year, or not even a year, and they've had it for like three months, and it's been a fucking zest. <laughs> I'll say the Bundesliga has gotten slower with their reviews. Yeah. Because I think someone was like, we'll sponsor these reviews. <laughs> Here you go. For for a while, it was fine. And I loved it. Yeah. But now it's like, do we really have to look at this? Interesting. Because <laughs> mm. that's the big thing. I mean, the big thing with the Premier League that everyone's been arguing is that people in the stadiums don't know what the fuck's happening. There's no, like actual way like it just it just says if anyone has a tv it just says var under review for like every play and then it's like two minutes well that's my favorite part about var it's like you get to watch this boomerang-esque like replay of the yeah but but that's that's the big argument against it in england is that no one in the stadium sees it so it's just all they see is like var under review well it's not like that seems like a very easy thing yeah, it is. Where's the just have where more does money it happen? In the butthole. But like, well, besides that, though, <laughs> like most things, <laughs> it happens usually in an off location. Can you fact check in uh, Bundesliga, it happens uh, in Cologne. It's yeah, I don't know where. I don't know where it happens in, anywhere else. Yeah. It always happens in Cologne. It's, it's, it's all Cologne. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything's in Cologne. All right. Well, we are we are definitely winding down here. Uh, no, we're not. We're going forever. We're not going forever. Two we're going hours. forever. Yeah. VAR. Get out of my apartment. Well, you guys are welcome to stay. VAR. Uh, what do those letters stand for? No one knows. Um, video. No one. Visual. Ass. No, no. I'm no. not going to say it. Visual ass. Nope, visual ass repository. All right, guys, uh, follow us at Munchies <laughs> Byron on Twitter. Saint Munchies, yeah, for more uh, uh, VAR. Follow us on uh, follow Instagram uh, at Byron Munchies Podcast. Josie Zardes at Byron Munchies Podcast. Jim James on Instagram. <laughs> Play us on the FIFA at Byron Munchies T. Yeah, we got to yeah. get that going. Uh, yeah, yeah, get yeah, yeah, me too. I have to actually sign it. I'm also, yeah. also uh, Mr. Ray Nasty. Hey, I'm on FIFA. Thanks for, if you stuck with us this far, I am uh, personally a part of Mr. Ray Nasty on you, FIFA. If you've yeah. been sticking with us, yeah. you should get the a new job. Fi- the new FIFA. <laughs> yeah, in the comments it's, of, it's of this Twitter promotion. It's M-R-R-A-Y. <laughs> 
yeah. N-A-S-T-Y. Yeah, if you've stuck with us this long, let us know on Twitter what you want us to talk about. Do you like week. the rails? Because we're off of them. Yeah. Well, and also buy a Casper mattress. They're really great. I actually <laughs> just bought a Casper mattress. Sleeping like a baby right now. Uh, Buffy. But all about the Buffy. It's Casper yeah. does not sponsor this podcast. So they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> Squarespace. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm definitely shutting this yeah, down. Yeah, this, this went down. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. And we're back. Hey, Mike. Hey, what's up, Tom? Did you know that we have t-shirts for sale now? T-shirts? What's that? So many t-shirts and mugs and mouse pads and whatever else they offer. <laughs> what website did you use to make public? <laughs> this, web- this podcast is not sponsored by T-Public. <laughs>